Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsia Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on TikTok and Instagram. The Jesus Witch Podcast is a show dedicated to opening the conversation about including Jesus in witchery practices. The goal of this podcast is to not be evangelical. The goal is to spread the love, light, truth, acceptance, and oneness that is Jesus Christ himself. Here at the Jesus Witch Podcast, we believe all people are loved by God and all people are loved by Jesus. We believe in community and the power of fellowship. We believe in giving whatever you reasonably can to help your neighbor who's in need. And above all, we believe in the power of creating a relationship with Jesus that is authentic and unique to you. Join me for new episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single Monday and be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsia Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on TikTok and on Instagram. This week on the Jesus Witch Podcast, we are going to be talking all about how I personally celebrate Christmas as a Jesus Witch. But before we hop into this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the Jesus Witch Podcast on whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to us on and give us a rating of five stars because that really helps get the word out about the show. And as always, if you would like to support the Jesus Witch Podcast, there are several different ways to do so listed in the show notes page. We have a Patreon page, I have an Etsy shop, you can send the show a donation, or simply just following me on social media really helps the podcast and its development. So like I said before, on this week's episode, we're going to be talking all about how I personally celebrate Christmas as a Jesus witch, the traditions that I do, the magic that I like to do during this time of year. Um, And it's going to be like a really casual conversation. And this is also going to be the last episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast for 2022. I just wanted to thank you so much for all the support on the Jesus Witch Podcast this past year. We have been listened to in 47 different countries. That is insane because I'm just like an awkward girl from New York talking to people in 47 47 different countries like that is insane to me the Jesus Witch podcast was also the top podcast for 166 people so 166 of you liked this podcast so freaking much that it was your most listened to podcast this year what that is insane thank you for liking my voice that much and having me in your ear holes all year like what the heck um (laughs) for 538 people the jesus witch podcast was in their top five um and you know putting someone first only works when you're in their top five so uh, you guys are all the real ones but also like the ogs the realest people here are the 700 736 of you who have the jesus witch podcast in your top 10 podcasts that's insane that's a lot of people that's a lot of people so thank you so much like what the heck our listener profile so the way that they describe the people who listen to the jesus witch podcast was the devotee i loved that so much like you guys match my energy because my personal spotify you know and my warped was or my wrapped or whatever was the devotee that's who i am so the fact that you guys are also devotees to the jesus witch podcast we vibe we vibe like that um so i appreciate you listening to the podcast so much um at the time of the Spotify wrapped, the Jesus Witch podcast had 44 episodes, 1,600 minutes of 
airtime like of episode to listen to and has been listened to in 47 different countries so like that's that that's insane to me thank you so much for listening to the podcast thank you so much for liking it so much thank you for sharing it thank you for subscribing to it thank you to everybody who subscribed to us on patreon um and just you guys have made a really challenging year for me like personally and health wise be like the most fantastic year at the same time and I feel like I experienced like some serious duality (laughs) I feel like I really stepped into being a Scorpio rising this year and um I had so many huge blessings because of you guys and just watching this podcast grow and watching the Jesus Witch Church, which is our free Discord community, watching it grow and seeing how everybody like has really bonded with each other and we've really created like a church family surrounding witchery and Jesus is like absolutely fantastic to me. So um, it's incredible. I'm I'm honored every day that this is what I get to do and that I was chosen by Jesus to do this and that he put created the Jesus Witch Podcast on my heart. Um, So thank you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Jesus, for the ideas. And uh, without further ado, let's hop into our Christmas episode. So for this episode, I figured I would just describe the month of December and how my family celebrates Christmas because I feel like we do it in a very special and fun way. Um, I really am intentional in the month of December um, to do something special every single day and to really make the whole month a party, right? Not only is it Christmas time, but it's my eldest son's birthday. He's born five days before Christmas. And I know a lot of kids who are born um, around, or adults, <laughs> a lot of adults who are born around Christmas time are always like, oh, you better make sure he has a special birthday. We do. We give him a whole birth month that we involve Christmas in. You know, it's it's special for everybody because we're all celebrating Christmas and that jolliness. Um, so I just want to talk about a couple of the activities that we do, a couple of the magic-y things that I do, and how we celebrate Christmas. Now a quick break from this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast to talk about a few ways you can help support the show. One way you can help support the creation of the Jesus Witch Podcast is to become a supporter of us on Patreon. On our Patreon, there are four different tiers that you can choose from, and they're all named after tarot cards. We have the Fool, the Magician, the Hierophant, and the High Priestess. In the Fool tier, you get early ad-free episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast, extended show note pages when available, Christian tarot grimoire pages, and access to our monthly community oracle reading. In the Hierophant tier, you get everything from the Fool tier, tarot spreads to help your connection with Christ, spirit, your higher self. I also like to put out new tarot spreads for each full moon or new moon, wheel of the year holiday, and zodiac sign. In the Magician tier, you also get one Bible-based spell grimoire page each month. This teaches you how to incorporate the Bible into your own spell practice. In the Hierophant tier, you get everything from the Fool and the Magician tiers, as well as a Happy Mail package from me every single month with the ingredients to make a spell, as well as an extra Bible-based spell page for your grimoire. And then you get access to our spellcasting Zoom each month where we do the spell that I sent you together. In the High Priestess tier, you get everything from the Magician, Fool, and Hierophant tiers, as well as 
an extra Bible-based spell from the Sun and Moon Oily Co. in your Happy Mail package each month, and a one-on-one Zoom call with me every single month to discuss your practice, how you're growing, and any suggestions that I could give to you to help you on your path. Patreon tiers start at $6.66 per month, and you can find the link to that in the show notes page. Another way you can help support the show is by shopping at my Etsy shop, The Sun and Moon Oily Co. Over on the Sun and Moon Oily Co., I offer Bible-based spell oils, ritual bath salts, Jesus Witch or Christian Witch-specific mystery boxes, and custom spell oils. Over on my Etsy shop is where you can also book different types of readings with me. I offer tarot readings for your inner child, channel messages from Jesus or from Lilith. I also have a listing for general tarot readings. You could grab a soul contract reading between yourself and another person or yourself and a deity that you're working with or curious to work with. Or even grab an astrology reading for yourself or an astrology reading for your kiddos to help you parent them better and more effectively. There's also Jesus Witch merch on my Etsy shop and so many other things that I am planning on adding to my shop. So head over to the Sun and Moon Oily Co. to check that out. Another thing you can do to support the growth of the Jesus Witch podcast is join our Discord community. The Jesus Witch Church is our free 18-plus Discord community where we host Jesus Witch Church services and moon circles. This is your place to ask all Jesus Witch or witchy questions in general and make some really awesome friends. You can find the link to our church in the show notes page. Another free way you could support the Jesus Witch podcast is by sharing this show with a friend and rating it on whatever podcasting app you're using with five stars. Leaving us a nice review really helps get the word out about the show, and don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Another thing you could do to help the creation of the show is send a donation to the Jesus Witch Podcast via Cash App or PayPal. It takes a lot of time and effort for me to create the Jesus Witch Podcast, and getting donations helps me get the support and help that I need to be able to create this type of content for you. Donations also help keep this podcast free to everybody, so if you love this show and the information that's being put out there, please consider sending a donation to my PayPal or my Cash App. The username on both is the Jesus Wedge Podcast, but the link for both of those can be found in the show notes page. And the final way that you could help support the creation of the Jesus Wedge Podcast is by sending me a gift. In the show notes page, I have the link to my Amazon wish list. Everything that I put on this wish list was put there to help create content for you. Simply put, buying things off of this Amazon wish list helps me so that I don't have to purchase them myself. So I can put more of my resources in towards making the Jesus Witch Podcast. If you would like to support the Jesus Witch Podcast by buying me a gift or in any other way, you could find all the links to everything mentioned in this ad in the show notes page. Now let's get back to the show. So obviously the first thing that we do, and I think that this is like what everybody does, the first thing that they do for Christmas is we put up our Christmas tree. Normally I try to put it up in like the beginning-ish of November, no later than Thanksgiving usually. Um, This year was a different year because, you know, I'm still recovering from the accident and I've been doing a lot for, you know, Jesus witches. So I've been a little bit more busy. And then at the end of uh, November, I got really, really sick. Um, So we didn't end up putting up our tree until December 1st. Like the day of December 1st is when we put up our tree. But honestly, I felt like that was such a magical experience to just do it on December 1st. And I might do it from now on, on December 1st and give like, all of you know September October November to have like fall decorations up because we tend to leave our Christmas stuff up till like we leave our Christmas lights up until January and beyond um (laughs) 
we're one of those people. Like February is when I actually take like the whole tree down. Um, so I think I might continue doing it on December 1st. I don't know. But we create an environment while we do the tree. It's not just like, all right, let's get the tree together. One, two, three. No, we create a like, um, we create a vibe, right? So I usually turn the diffusers on. I put like some Christmassy oils in my diffuser. So like peppermint and pine. Um, I'll put those in there. And then we put on um, the Spotify Christmas playlist. You know, we listen to some Under the Mistletoe, Santa Tell Me, Christmas Tree Farm. You know, we bop to all like the modern Christmas musics, but also like the classics are in there too. So Spotify has a really great Christmas playlist and we listen to that all season long. So I will link it in the show notes page but we create magic by having the smell of Christmas by having the sound of Christmas and then we put the tree up together Um, the kids watch me put the lights on and we make a big deal out of plugging it in for the first time and like seeing the color of the lights and we talk a lot about how the tree in the home is the light for Christmas how we have more um, light in our home because we have this tree and we have you know the light and the warmth from it and all this like good stuff so we focus on bringing like you know, the light of the world into our home, because that's what Jesus is. He's the light of the world. And that's how he's described as, you know, in the Bible. So we focus a lot on bringing light to our December home. Um, So having like a brightly lit Christmas tree is one of the things we do. And we talk about that then, and then we'll put up all the ornaments. And um, we our ornaments I know like some people like do like themed ornaments or like different colors um we do sentimental ornaments that is the big thing so I have ornaments from like all of the phases that my kids went through this is something my mom actually did with me growing up like anything I liked she bought an ornament for so we had like a Hannah Montana ornament we had a My Little Pony ornament we had um you know Oh gosh, what else ornaments did we have? We had a lot. We had Dalmatians ornaments, all the Avengers ornaments, because I used to really like superheroes. So we would put like all of the different things we were into on the tree. So for my tree, we have a Mario ornament because my kids both really like Nintendo. Um, we have My Little Pony ornament. We have, um, you know, Peppa Pig, um, PJ Masks, Paw Patrol, all of all the things on there. Um, we even have things that Jack and I are into as well. Um, I have an office ornament this year for 2022 for our like yearly ornament because you know you have to get an ornament with the year we bought a Taylor Swift I'm feeling 2022 kind of ornament to have things that we like on there as well and it'd be more of a collection of um of what we like and having it be like a sentimental like relic of all the different um, phases our kids had um, and all of the different th- phases we've had as a couple. So we um, we do that with our tree. Another thing that we do is we have a smaller tree. Um, the smaller tree we leave up all year round and I tend to decorate it for every holiday. I decorate it differently. But for Christmas, we put any ornaments that we make together on the little tree. I love making ornaments with my kids. I feel like that is such a fun thing and witchy thing that you could do because you could get like at Dollar General or even on Amazon, they have the little ornament baubles that you could like take apart and put things inside of them. So you could put different like crystals in there. You could put like little spells, like written spells in there. You could make like spell work ornaments. Um, You could use color magic to make ornaments too. That's something that we've done in the 
past like we'll paint different things like you know all red to bring passion into the home or all green for abundance or you know we've done all silver to bring like you know the divine feminine and more lunar energy into our home sort of thing but this year for the little tree I put all these like devotional cards I bought them on Etsy last year and we did this on the big tree last year but I thought that this year it would be fun to have all of the devotional cards on the little tree so we have one tree that's like our sentimental tree and the other tree that's like focused on Jesus you know what I'm saying so we put all of these devotion cards on there and they're 1 through 25 so obviously we started flipping them over on December 1st and we go and we flip them over and we read the verse that's on there we talk about how it relates to Jesus and then we talk about how it can relate back to our life and how we can like emulate that kind of energy and then we put it back on the tree like you know reverse so you could see the verse and I find it to be so much fun. I love doing that with my kids. I really try to focus a lot on like Jesus and I guess our Christmases are a little bit like churchy or like normal like Christian you know what I'm saying because I really do want to focus on like that light right a big theme of Yule which happens right around the same time as Christmas is bringing light and warmth and you know focusing on hearth and home and family um so we try to do that but through Jesus and through Christmas um we do honor like Yule as well like on the 21st specifically we will talk about how the season's changing how it's going from Sagittarius season to Capricorn season and like make note of that as a family but we definitely I definitely focus a lot more on like the Christmas aspect of it because I really I'm a sucker for it I really like Christmas I love that whole thing I really I feel really close to Jesus during this time of year I understand Christmas is like a made-up holiday it really is but it's a fun made-up holiday and it's fun for my kids so we do it on a witchy note one thing I like to do on a daily basis for my practice during the Christmas season is pull a card from the Yule Oracle every single day. I love the Yule Oracle. I feel like it's super effective during this time of year and the themes in it are just super universal. You can use them as like a Jesus witch or any kind of witch. They are just really great Oracle cards. I love reading Oracle for myself. I think I personally read tarot better for other people but like oracle better for myself you know what I'm saying so when I do a reading for me I tend to pull an oracle card and during the Christmas season I really love the Yule Oracle it's a lot of fun Another thing that I tend to focus on a lot more during the Christmas season is spending time in my Bible, but particularly spending time with the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, those are the four Gospel books in the Bible. Those are the ones where Jesus is active in the Bible, and I just find it important to spend time with him. Um, and spend time with him like his whole life not just like the beginning of his life even though Christmas we're meant to like celebrate the birth of Jesus I think that's important to you know honor too and um I that's obviously that's something I do as well but I feel like it's really important to just spend time with him in general um especially around Christmas obviously all the time if you're working with him as you know a Christian or a Jesus witch but I feel like during Christmas time there's so much that's overlooked because of like the commercialness of Christmas and I love the commercialness of Christmas I love Santa I love bringing my kids to go see Santa every year I love taking them to go to like you know the local park and going through the drive through lights and getting candy canes and making Christmas cookies and gingerbreads like that's something that we do it's great it's so much fun but 
there's a real reason that we have this joy during the holiday season, right? And that reason for, you know, for me personally is Jesus and the things that he's given me in my life, the things that he's made me realize in my life, the lessons that I've been able to learn because of him. Um, so I just try to spend a little bit extra time there. Um, you don't have to have a physical Bible to do this. You could use the Bible app. Um, the Bible app has some awesome devotionals during Christmas time. You do have to be a little wary when reading, um, you know, Bible app made devotionals because be mindful of the fact that the Bible app is an evangelical made, you know, application. So there's going to be a certain bias in, you know, the devotionals and in certain passages that might be picked. Um, so obviously being mindful of that and your own deconstruction journey is really important. But um, I feel like just having some time, a little extra quiet time with Jesus, uh, you know, up until Christmas and a little bit after Christmas is a, uh, it's, it wouldn't hurt. It's a fun thing to do. So another thing that I do more during Christmas time is spend more time with Mother Mary. And um, I do this because like, firstly, her and I have something in common. We're both home birth moms. <laughs> Uh, because like if you've listened to the birth episode of the Jesus Birth podcast you know that I had a home birth with my second baby obviously Jesus was an unassisted home birth he was born in a manger or in a stable the only people there was Mary and you know her his dad Joseph um I like to imagine that during um labor Mary had like a lot of angels around her and like a lot of that like warm light energy and like the angels were kind of like her midwife in a sense and um I just I just imagine that happening like them like really like supporting her during that time but she you know gave birth in like the dirtiest of places she created this absolute miracle of Jesus in a lowly stable where there were donkeys and sheep and cows and that's where he was born it's like that is absolutely incredible and as a mom thinking about how like scared I would have been to be giving birth in those conditions how I would be so uncomfortable just having this guy there my spouse who you know she barely knew Joseph and Joseph was significantly older than Mary um Mary was about like 14 years old when she had Jesus and you know back then that was kind of an average-ish time to have a baby but still like it's scary um and she's going through this with this random dude in this random city because if you remember from the Christmas story they had to go to Bethlehem because all the people were being counted and the cities of their ancestors and you know um Jesus being born in Bethlehem fulfilled the prophecy because Bethlehem is the city of David and all that good stuff but anyway she's in this random city away from her family with this dude giving birth in a stable like how much mental strength how much like peace and clarity she had to like grasp oh my god like thinking about it genuinely blows my mind thinking about what she had to do like knowing like that birth is a spiritual experience in itself and then the way that she was doing it and considering who she was bringing into the world genuinely blows my mind 
And there are verses in the Bible where you get a little bit of insight into what Mary was thinking during this time. Um, there's like, I think two or three times that it's mentioned that Mary ponders all of these things in her heart. Everything that's happening with Jesus, how, you know, she's going to be the one, you know, birthing the Savior, how she's going to be, you know, this instrumental part, how Jesus is going to play this instrumental part in faith and in religion and in spirituality. And she just ponders it in her heart she takes it all in and she thinks about it she doesn't like ask god why she doesn't resist it she just accepts it accepts the mission that god gave to her and ponders it it's like just absolutely incredible thinking about how strong mary must have been how much trust she had in god how much trust she had in spirit in the things that she wasn't seeing and in the premonitions and the angels that she was seeing too it's just like oh my gosh when i start to question my faith when i start to lose confidence in my faith i think about mary during the christmas story because she had so much confidence in god and in her relationship with him it's admirable because she did what she needed to do to give us Jesus so I like to spend a little bit more time with Mary during this time and honor her role in the Christmas story because she's absolutely imperative um, <laughs> to it and um there's a book that I read with my kids. It's called Christmas Time. And it's a little rhyme. And what I personally love about this rhyme is it puts an emphasis on Mary and on Elizabeth and um, on all of these, like her cousin Elizabeth, who is the mother of John the Baptist. Um, it's just very different than any other Christmas story or Christmas book that I've ever read. And it's, it's obviously a little like kids book. I bought it for my kiddos. But <laughs> every time I read it, I cry like so hard I can't get through it without just like sobbing because it just touches me um, really deep in my soul and it really makes me think about what Mary went through so um, I recommend that book I put the link to it in the show notes page and I'm also going to link you to a song called Mary Did You Know I personally like the Pentatonix version there's a million and one different versions of this song but it's another like pers like Jesus Christmas story um peace but from the perspective of mother mary and like more like talking to her about it so um i really like those two resources when it comes to christmas with mary and yeah i just try to connect with her a little bit more and recognize her um her role in all of this because at the end of the day on a birthday on a baby's birthday it's not just the day that the baby's born the mom is born too so we ought to honor mama mary and what she gave to us with jesus so these are all things that we do in preparation for Christmas, but let's talk about Christmas Day itself or like how we actually celebrate the holiday. So firstly, I'm half Italian, so Christmas Eve is a big deal. That's the day that we go to my parents' house. We used to do like the whole like seven feast fishes thing. We don't do that anymore because none of us like fish. The only people that like fish is my mom. Like she's the only one. I don't like fish. My husband doesn't like fish. My kids don't like fish. My dad is indifferent on it. So now we do a little bit different. We still like do calamari and like sometimes they'll do baklava. Um, but we make more, um, different Italian dishes um, but things that incorporate we try to be intentional about this incorporate the colors red and green because red and green are the colors of Christmas so this year what I'm making um, I'm bringing um, stuffed shells or manicotti I don't know what exactly I want to do yet but that has red sauce on it and then I'm going to take some nice green basil and sprinkle it on top and the red sauce you know 
passion, um, love, togetherness, all of those good things with color magic. Basil is good for abundance. Basil itself is good for abundance just in general. And then basil is also good um, for like protection and luck and all of those good things so we're gonna sprinkle it on there and do a little bit of kitchen witchery with a christmas eve dinner um <laughs> obviously obviously on christmas eve the kids also put out some milk and cookies for santa which is so cute um then we wake up on christmas morning we do presents we do breakfast together as a family and then i read my kids the christmas time book that i mentioned before because it's my absolute favorite um and they go and play with their toys for a little while and i um like to do a spell that connects to Jesus I like to do something that brings his energy more into the home and like really like gets him there before our Christmas dinner as a family just so that we're really setting the scene um so this year I'm actually sharing the spell that I wrote that I like to do with the Jesus around Christmas time um it's on my Etsy shop in the Christmas boxes so if you want to grab that particular spell you could do it by getting a Christmas box with me and they're like in limited stock at the time of recording this I only have three left so um <laughs> if you want a Christmas box head over to my Etsy shop but um I just like to do any sort of like candle spell where you can bring Jesus's energy. I like to involve a Bible verse into it and usually some kind of crystals. Um, bonus points if those crystals were mentioned in the Bible. Um, but I like to do that to kind of bring his energy into the house. Then I will do like I'll do some more kitchen witchery and I'll make a big dinner with the intention of creating togetherness and creating family. Um, this meal I don't necessarily focus on the ingredients too 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 much. Obviously I'll put like specific things in there like salt for protection basil for abundance oregano for wellness like all of that good stuff um but I really like to just like cook with love you know when people say that they add the ingredient of love into their cooking I I really like to do that and add that like intention and add that um that feeling into what I make on Christmas especially and then we make some sort of dessert we'll either make cookies or um I think this year we'll probably make cookies because that's just like easy <laughs> and after the marathon that is the month of December um I'm gonna want to do something easy and you know we talk about like all the things that we were thankful for and all the things that brought us joy this year and all of the things that made us feel light and warm and close to to Jesus and um at the end of it we'll just like read our last bible verse for the Christmas season and um just sit there with gratitude in what Jesus has given for us and like how we can spend this day together as a family. There are so many families that don't get to spend every Christmas together. Um, I remember growing up, my dad, you know, he worked in the food industry. So every once in a while there were Christmases where my dad wasn't there. Um, I only had him on Christmas Eve and that was like hard. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember going to my mom's aunt's house for like Christmas dinner and my dad not being there and everybody else's dad being there. And you know, it doesn't, it doesn't feel that great. So I'm really grateful that my kids, um, get to grow up with two parents who are home on every single holiday and, um, you know, we get to spend that time together. So I really try to appreciate that. And I really try to, um, understand the blessing and the privilege it is to have time with, with the people I love the most, especially around the holidays. So for my family, Christmas does not exactly end on December 25th. I'm half Italian, like I said before, so we celebrate the Epiphany, which is on January 6th, and that's the uh, feast day in Catholicism where you celebrate um, when the wise men met baby Jesus. Technically, this is not a biblically accurate holiday because it is referenced in the Bible that the wise men met Jesus around the time he was two years old, but it is a really fun one, especially if you're Italian because of La Bifana. 
Labafana means little witch and she's basically the Italian Christmas witch. I absolutely love this. I loved growing up and doing like Labafana celebrations and now as a Jesus witch, as like a Christian witch, whatever you want to classify me as, I think Labafana is even like more incredible because my entire life, my entire childhood, I had this little Christmas witch <laughs> and I in my life and you know I feel like growing up with her kind of made it permissible for me to be a Christian witch like automatically because like that's a that's a Catholic holiday you know the epiphany and La Bufana is something that all kids in Italy like know about and celebrate so it it was like it made sense to me that witchcraft was involved in Catholicism and Christianity and Jesus because like I grew up with this witch, you know, that we celebrated and we, you know, or we didn't celebrate her. We brought her into our Christmas celebration. Um, so essentially, the Bafana is somebody who, she's a witch that's searching for baby Jesus. She saw the North uh, Star that the wise men were following and she saw the whole procession of like, you know, the, the wise men and all the people that they were bringing to go see baby Jesus and she asked them what it was and they were like, oh, a new king is born. He's going to save the world. He's going to bring joy and she wanted to go meet them too but like she took a little bit longer to go and follow the procession because as like a true witch, she wanted to clean her house out. She wanted to sweep it from, you know, back to front and make baby Jesus some like treats, make his mom some treats and stuff that the she could give to him. She's like, I can't go there empty-handed like classic Italian woman can't go anywhere empty-handed so um she ended up losing the procession and um tried to like follow them to um Bethlehem where Jesus was born and she took her little broomstick with her and you know she started running to to find them and to meet them and she ran so fast that her broomstick started flying and she started flying all across the sky looking for baby Jesus and the legend is that she's still looking for baby Jesus um but she never she never actually found him so on the night of the epiphany on you know january 6th or the night of january 5th into january 6th she flies and goes to every little italian child's house and leaves like some treats some oranges baked goods sometimes even a toy maybe some money um as like a little present and it's a way to like honor the gifts that were given to baby jesus by the wise men so um i think it's a really fun holiday i think it's a really fun holiday as a jesus witch to celebrate um i think it's a really really fun one if you have kids that you're trying to like teach about jesus witchery because it really embodies like the whole concept of having a witch jesus offerings um everything like that because she's essentially the bafana's leaving the treats for your kids there as an offering um you know thinking that they're christ and it's a cool way to explain all of those little things while also like explaining the story of jesus and how there were magical people the wise men right who followed astrology followed the stars right to get to jesus and you know for me christmas is about joy but the epiphany the bafana and the wise men that's the magic that's the magic so that's really the day where i feel like we celebrate the magic of christmas and the magic that's jesus and the magic that catholic and Christianity and, and Jesus witchery can be um and it's a really 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 fun and sentimental holiday and as I've grown up it means so much more to me than it did as a kid so that was our conversation about how I celebrate Christmas as a Jesus witch and this was also our last episode of the Jesus witch podcast of 2022 I cannot believe we've been doing this for a whole freaking year and I haven't gotten less awkward the entire year
Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast and for listening all year long. I truly appreciate you. Don't forget to subscribe to us on whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to us on so that you get notified when our 2023 season starts, which like, oh my God, I can't believe it's going to be the new year. That's insane. Also, don't forget to give the podcast a five-star review because it really helps get the word out about the show. Our next episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast is going to be our in bulk episode. I am so excited for that episode because it's going to be the one that we're recording live during the Jesus Witch Podcast live event. I'm just like so excited for that. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to record that. Then I'm going to put it on Patreon. And then the next week, it'll be up for you guys. So um, the Jesus Witch Podcast will be back on Patreon on January 9th and then back on all podcasting platforms on January 16th. But if you're a Patreon supporter, don't worry. I'm going to be uploading a few extra tarot spreads and fun things onto Patreon so that you guys, like, have some content in the meantime until new episodes come out. But, like, I'm just really excited for 2023. I have so many good ideas. I have so many people I want to reach out to and hopefully do some awesome collaborations for you guys um, and just create some really fun content for the 2023 season. But anyway, enough sappy talk. Let's do our verse of the day. And obviously, I had to pick a cute little Christmassy <laughs> type verse. So I picked Isaiah 9-6, which says, for, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I think this is such a classic Christmas verse. It's really nice. It's a good one to use in Christmas magic. Um, it's one of the ones that we discuss on Christmas Day. And yeah, I just, I really love this verse for Christmas. So I hope you like it too. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas with your family. I hope you have an awesome Yule, a beautiful new year. Um, and I'm praying for everybody to have the best 2023. Just again, thank you guys so much for making 2022 one of the best years of my life, despite it being the most painful year of my life. It's genuinely been so hard for me physically, um, and I've dealt with a lot behind the scenes, but the thing that's really kept me going was the Jesus Witch podcast and knowing that what Jesus put on my heart is important to other people. And um, yeah, thank you so much for a year of this show, and I'm really grateful for all of you.